sorry, you guys. I don't think the audio is going to be any better than it was last time because I'm driving again and I didn't bring the microphone. Um, but I just want to check in because I think it's been a while since the last one and a lot has happened and every day has like a year. Um, I was just driving to Portsmouth this morning, early morning, and um, it's just so funny how calm it is outside. There's no hustle and bustle. There aren't a lot of cars on the road. It's just such a different feel drive during during a quarantine. So I thought I'd share some thoughts I've been having about um, business and about leadership and about staff and culture. Uh, and I just, I've been kind of thinking a lot about it, especially when I drive. So I posted something on LinkedIn yesterday and it said that this realization that I've had that when you own a business or when you or you lead a family, whatever whatever it is that you're a leader in in your life. Uh, I never, I knew this, but I never knew it, and I never felt it. That the culture that you create and foster and the relationships that you have on that daily basis, consistently over time, are so important when a crisis comes. And that sounds, I know that sounds really obvious, but I have spoken to a lot of other business owners and also a lot of other pure bar owners, and I just had such a different experience, and I've been kind of thinking about, just like reflecting on why that is, and our staff has been the most incredible, not just staff, but human beings that I've ever been supported by, I can cry thinking about it, and sometimes I do, um, but we have moved a business entirely online in less than a week, today it's actually been one, I don't even think it's been a full week, I think it's been six days. But it's been six or seven days since I looked at them and said, hey, guys, I'm about to turn this all upside down, and we have to because there was no surprise. So we have moved all of our classes online. As an example, today we're running a quote-unquote limited schedule, and we have 12 events we are streaming live. We've already streamed one, two, three, four this morning. So it's very high volume. And we're streaming a mix of, I think a lot of our owners will be interested in this, so I'll just go on and on about it for you. Um, we're streaming a mix of not just classes, but also lifestyle content. And this is really important because um, at Pure Bar, our top tier membership is called Lifestyle. And because Pure Bar, as you know, is a little bit of a cult, and people who like it, they really, they really freaking like it. So um, I wanted to incorporate that lifestyle element into our live stream. And one thing we do really well at Pure Bar, and I think even more so than other fitness concepts, um, I know CrossFit does a really good job at it, but we have a community, and it is the lifeblood of the business. And it's not just like, oh, I come out, I work out here, and I know these people, we work out together. It is like deep, deep rooted friendships, and there's a lot of emotion there. Um, and it's something that it's so hard to explain to someone when they're new and they come in. You're like, oh, yeah, you'll have a community. I feel like everybody says that to you. But but at Pure Bar, it's different. And it's usually hard to explain when people are new. But now it's our greatest strength. And so in a time of crisis, our greatest strength has been this culture that we've created through staff and then through trickling down through the members. And um, we just found that it's so prevalent right now and it's so important that some people have that outlet at home. Um, 
and even if it's in the online Facebook group, which is how we're doing it, if you're wondering. We're live streaming in an online Facebook group that is private for active members only. Um, and it's just been going so, so well. It's addicting to me. Honestly, I can't stop looking at the group because the messages in there and the type of content we're pushing out. Um, just as an example, last night we had one teacher do something as simple as show us um, a gourmet popcorn recipe that she is obsessed with. And watching her do that, first of all, it's good to see her. Because when you're in quarantine, it's like being in a weird long-distance relationship except for with all of your friends, like your best friends. So, um, Janaea is the teacher. She had gone to, and don't judge her because, honest to God, the day she left, I wasn't even worried about the coronavirus. It happened that fast. But she went on a spring break trip, uh, I, two weeks ago now, one week ago, I've lost track. And so she's now part of what I call the in quarantine program. And that's when you, if you even look wrong or you sniffle wrong or you traveled anywhere, you're not allowed anywhere near the studio. So I haven't gotten to see Danea since before she left. And we're very, very close. We talk all day long. Um, but yeah, so it's just so great to see her on there making her popcorn and acting crazy like she is about popcorn. Can't lie. Um, and then this morning we had Kristen uh, who has a background teaching yoga, and she did just like this most wonderful then chest stretch because you know we're all hunched over our computers 24 seven right now. I'm averaging 12 hours of screen time a day. I put apples and I got notification yesterday. I I like felt ashamed. <laughs> and that's just on my phone. It doesn't include my laptop, but we're not going to talk about it. Uh, so, yeah, so we need a chest stretch, to say the least. I'm just checking to make sure this is still recording. Yes, it is. Okay. So, yeah, so we've just done so many different type of content. We had one teacher who trains dogs. She came on and kind of taught us how to teach her dog tricks. That was really fun. Um, we have some happy hour type stuff coming up. Uh, makeup tutorials. Just all kinds of stuff. The stuff that you want to see on the internet. And it's better than just a random person doing it, and same with the workouts, right? Like, yeah, you could go do some national brand workout online. Of course you can. Every brand is doing it, and it's awesome. But there's something about seeing your teacher and your friends and using your equipment that you had at the studio and you bought and using, like, things that you mentally attach to comfort and not just toilet paper. <laughs> um, but there's something about that that's magic in the group, and I love it so, so much. And I don't see live streams ever going away. Um, I was a, an owner who would have fought, a sure bar owner, who would have fought live stream to the death. Like, if two weeks ago, if you were like, you have to do a live stream, I would have said, I don't want the competition, I'm nervous about how it might impact the business, uh, blah, 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 and now I cannot imagine living without it. Like, I don't I don't see it going away, and I, I can't wait to innovate every single day when I wake up. Like, what could we do next on the live stream, and how could we use it to, to make the business more valuable to the and just seeing, like, all the different, even the two studios come together and have both of them in one place virtually is so neat. And I just love seeing them all interact with each other. And it's been really, really, really fun. How do we get here? Let's go back to our point. Okay, so um, I've noticed in talking with others, even in my own life experience in the last week, which has been very long days, uh, very trying, some tears, uh, a lot of gratitude, that anything I created, whether it was good or bad, any culture, 
chip I created got louder and louder and louder and louder. And it's on full volume. And it has been for probably three or four days now. That's but more than that. Speaking of full volume, I blew out the speakers last night. I was adjusting the knobs on the fly. If you ever talk to your bar, this is like a worst nightmare. I'm live. Okay, so it's our most successful live yet. We have 50 people taking my class at 4 p.m. on Sunday. I'm teaching a great class. I'm having so much fun. I'm like, I am so cool. And then I go to adjust. I want the music like a little bit louder. I go to adjust the knobs. Something is off with it when I get there. It's like not on the right setting, so I don't have time to think about it because I'm teaching. And I just hear it slowly start to go away. And then I look at Courtney and Kat who are there, and they said they smelled like a little bit of smoke. <laughs> and I'm like, this seems bad. This seems really, really, really bad. And I slowly lost my microphone control, and then I lost, like, basically all of the music. But there was no bass whatsoever. So that's speaking of volume. That's just a tip in. Good time. But you know what? There's just been so much that's happened to me this week that I'm like, you know what? Oh, well, we'll get the guy to come fix it. And, yeah, we were trying to save money, but this is life. So... Um, I just noticed that anything I, back to volume, anything I had done, and I want to think of an example if I can tell you. Okay, so while we were moving the whole business online, we decided all of the retail, all the clothing, like the athleisure that we sell, has got to be moved online too. So we're going to move it all into Instagram, Facebook sales, so our customers can still access it even though they're at home. And we, I didn't even have to tell I mean, I said I wanted to do a retail sale, and can you help me with it? And then I got distracted doing 80,000 other things. And by the end of the day, at both locations, people had stepped up to the plate, taught themselves how to do a retail sale. One person has never even worked at the front desk, and she's a teacher. And they just, they did it entirely themselves. They took a picture of every every single item in both stores. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but it's tens of thousands of dollars in inventory and they did it in one day and they got it online and they didn't even ask me or like have to ask me a question and I've just been blown away at the way people step up when you need them and you have a good relationship with them and it's so so important one thing I've tried to do and don't I don't want you to think I'm like oh I'm such a great leader I've had teams where I had to literally have self-reflection and say I have to start over like this is not the right team this is not the right person um, I've been there. I've been in the dark, the dark days, and I know what that's like. Um, but uh, probably a year ago, or maybe a little bit more than that, I decided that I'm not going to do that anymore. And I'm going to pick people that are good people, and then I'm going to teach them the rest. And when you get enough good people going in one setting, you start to get what I like to call positive peer pressure. And this is an example, a simple example is, um, say a class needs to be covered. I've worked at studios where... Uh, there's always that one person, it's like in life, right? That one person covers, always covers for everybody else, and nobody else ever helps out. And then that one person eventually gets run down, and everybody else doesn't care, and then it goes to heaven. At this studio, I, I'm not even lying when I say this. I think we have 20 or 30 teachers in there, maybe 20. Um, there is not one person on the team where I sit back and see oh, that person's such a dud, like, I wish they were on the team. There's not one person who has to step up. And this is on a regular day, like, regular life. For trips or weddings or whatever. So, um, 
I didn't realize how important this was. I did, like, in a regular day, but, but when people started to go into the in-quarantine program, it just felt, and it still does, like, I probably have a handful of people in it at uh, whole studios, which, on a normal schedule, at a normal fitness studio, would shut the place down, like, you'd never be able to open again, like, it's just, it's, when you lose a couple teachers, and you're trying to, like, live stream 12 classes a day, like, that just doesn't, that doesn't work, people get tired, um, but I noticed that I, it felt like I had, in a terrible moment, it felt like I had endless staff, like, the bench was so deep, and it still is, um, that in the past, I would have just, like, taught the class myself, or canceled it, or found someone, like, get in a panic, and then forced someone to do it, and there's been none of that, it's been such good energy that, um, I just keep going back to it in my head, because it, it blows me away, because of course, it's other places, and I'm, you know, you just, yeah, even at work, at regular work, right, you're just part of that team where it's like no one helps you out. Um, this team is like, if they say they can't help you out, like they're not sitting on the couch. They, they can't help you out. And you know it, and you don't even have to question it in your mind. And it feels so, so good, and, and that volume just went up. And it feels so good to be part of a team where, uh, like last night, today I made a whole schedule of content and then made it to a self-reaching because you're crazy, and then um, everyone else sent her ideas of, like, things they can do or weird talents they have, like, no matter how small, and all of a sudden we have a whole schedule for a week, and it's just, it's small things like that that have blown me away, and that has made me feel so supported and have made me feel so much love for um, a team that just, like, will not give up on me, and they will not give up on this community and these clients, and um, it's been inspirational. Um, and then other things I've noticed, um, like, like a negative example would be one other thing I learned about a crisis is, and I I don't know that I've ever really led through a crisis, if we're being completely honest, but that part of a lot of high-pressure situations, uh, when I used to be in the news and I worked on deadlines, I've been in important events in my business, like maybe a birthday party or Black Friday, but I've never had to manage a crisis, so I'm just kind of sharing some of the things I've learned. And I'm sure there's a million more learnings to come, and I can't wait. I'm actually really grateful for this whole experience, and that has been really good for me and really good for us. So one negative example is I have learned, and this, again, it sounds so obvious, but when you get in the situation, it, it isn't. So I have learned that you have to communicate. There's one person that has to be a communication person in a crisis. And, um, again, sure, of course there does. But no, like I am talking, I will wake up at 5 a.m. and I will start communicating with the team, with the members on the Facebook group, with, um, I mean, we have a 40 person team, and then with leaders within the team of what I need them to do to help, uh, and then, you know, with my own family. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of communication going on. And we, I will do that till 5 p.m. or till 10 p.m. Like, we usually communicate for 12, 15 hours a day. And it feels like you got nothing done. Like, you don't even, you haven't gotten any quote-unquote tasks or lists completed. But the communication piece was the most important piece. And not just from an operational standpoint, but also from an emotional standpoint. Like, another reason the whole team is still, you know, in it mentally is because I check in on them all the time. And I know some people have teams where you, there's so many people you wouldn't do that. But the key players, they're, we can do a welfare check on them every single day. Because especially on days like this, they could be feeling one way at 3 in the afternoon on Monday. By Tuesday at 5 a.m., the four person can be panicked. 
and you don't know that unless you check in. And sometimes people don't reach out because they're so kind, they think that they're bothering you. Um, but to be at the loop like that, you cannot afford for it to happen. So, so I've learned that in a, if I, God, I hope not, but if I have to get a crisis again, then we need like a point person. I mean, it could be me, but it also could be somebody else that reports back. But that role has been the most important role in holding it all together. And I didn't realize, and I, if, you, if you've seen me, you know me, like I am a person, I'm, I know this is awful, I'm always on my phone, I can handle a lot of volume, I can multitask, I can talk to someone, listen to something, hear something, learn choreography, and reply to a DM all at the same time. But the communication has been level that is needed to make this function properly has been above and beyond what I'm possible of doing, like what I can possibly do. And um, I think having someone to focus on that in the future, so that's like a weakness of mine, right? So that's something that I've always just taken on as myself and I've never delegated. And I've learned that, yeah, that's fine in good times, but what happens when you get into a bad time suddenly and it didn't just happen overnight, it felt like. Um, and now no one else knows how to do that job except for you. So now you have to do that job and eight other jobs. And that's not productive for the team at all. So that's been a great learning, and that's gotten louder and louder and louder. I'm going to be honest. I haven't um, slept much the last week. Um, I'm not mad about it. I'm just telling you, like, things I would do differently if I could go back and prepare for a crisis. So, yeah, so those are just a couple of learnings. But I'm, I'm just, if you're an owner or business owner, whenever we get back to normal um, if you're a leader in your family, I just am re-examining um, where I spent my time before this and, and how valuable that was to me as a person um, and then also to me as a business owner. So um, the time that I've spent in the last few months, and in the last year we spent a lot of time um, bonding as a team and going out for what we call family dinners once a month. And I sometimes go out to dinner or whatever drinks with, like, one-on-one with people to check in. And I try to text them as often as I can to check in. And all of that has paid off tenfold. And um, it feels so good in a, in a downtime to be, to be part of something that everyone is in 100% or 150%. Um, and it's not – I know I've talked to people about it in our, on our team, too. It's not just me that feels it. It, it resonates through the whole system and through the whole culture. And I believe that, that we come out better and stronger and different and we adapt. I mean, these teachers, and I know you guys have been watching the live stream, or if you haven't, you know what a live stream is. Um, but it's not easy to talk to a camera and teach a fitness class. I mean, it seems like it should be, but that's just a totally different format. And and I, the first day I remember I watched our live stream and I was like, why are we robots? Like, why are we not talking to the camera? And then I realized they want to, but they don't know how. And so, again, communication comes in, right? So you're giving them tips on, like, this is what I want you to say or do or what I want you to look like or, like, you know, in terms of interaction. Um, and then, but then I realized, no, 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 they need to see. They need to see somebody do it. So I decided I'm going to teach a class and, and let them know what's possible, what's out there. And then they also got to watch some of the peer bar um, teacher trainers from corporate do some of them. And it is like a totally different team. I've never seen people um, change, not their personalities, but let their personalities come out through a class and, and transfer, energy transfer is so important in teaching anything, but in teaching fitness. 
and the energy transfer level is so much higher now that we've had to do this. And I'm just so excited when this is all over to A, keep live streaming, and B, take this energy transfer back into the studio because we've it's something we've craved so long as a team and we've tried to practice, but there's nothing like being forced to do it. So it's just been, it's been really, really great. And I feel so fortunate uh, for the support of our members and our community and our staff and just the friendships, the genuine friendships that mean so much in the tough times. And I'm almost at the studio, so I'm going to let you go. And I know I've been rambling, and I know there's no guests, and I know I'm usually, like, funnier and lighthearted. But those are just some writings, and I hope you enjoy them. If you have any questions, let me know. You can always DM me. You know I'm, you know I'm ready to answer your DM. <laughs> Sometimes I tell people it's just easier if you DM me. I'll see it faster. So, okay, have a wonderful, wonderful day. I hope it is restful. It is Monday. Um, I hope you spend that time outside. Um, I hope you move your body. I hope you do things that you wouldn't normally do when you are in the hustle and bustle. I hope you enjoy the silence. Okay, love you guys. Have a great one.